This is the Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. Now, here are your hosts, Cody, Kyle, and Ken. Welcome back to Off the Break Podcast. We are so excited to be here this week. Of course we are. Yes. Um, we have Avatar coming out. Finally, big. We're recording on Thursday. We are. We're recording Thursday. Early shows are coming out tonight. We'll know tomorrow. We're a little bit better where we stand, but off to a good start internationally. So, the, is that is that um, pretty strong? What's happening so far? I haven't yeah. been able to check yet. Yes, um, nice. I don't know the exact number, but I know it's healthy. The reviews. <laughs> the reviews are better than okay they're like floating around okay but it doesn't really matter that's the right. spirit ken hey well, <laughs> well I, the, the, it's not a it's a it's a cinematic experience it's not a movie like people aren't going to okay. this to be entertained by the storyline and the character development and it's like they're going to have a cinematic experience that's what they're going to this for sure sure uh very base level story similar to the first one i would imagine but you know i think in the times that we're in now like that's okay. We yep. need that escapism hey. in this era of movie going. Yeah. And Top Gun didn't re- redo the wheel here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was straight. It didn't change the game yeah. for storytelling, but That's it made a billion need. dollars. So who cares? Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> Avatar yeah. hopefully could also make a billion dollars. Then we'll be back in two thousand and nine when life was easier. Was well, right? easier? I think it was. <laughs> I thought. I don't remember a time before the pandemic. Yeah, because we were in our twenties, Cody. It was easier. <laughs> Kyle was in middle school. <laughs> Life was hard. <laughs> it was rough for old Kyle. <laughs> I think oh nine, we were in love, starting our lives. Yeah, ignoring responsibility. Ignoring responsibility because we were young adults. We didn't have it. Yeah. Maybe I am in the better time. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> now I think back to oh nine middle school. Ooh, yeah. Man, those are the worst years. Looking back, this is our biggest biggest release since i mean we didn't think spider-man was going to pop as much as it did uh-uh. but our biggest like pre-release excitement that we've had since like last jedi yeah <laughs> you think it's December that big yeah oh this is huge cody yeah. this is the biggest movie we've had in four years because I, I think there's lots of conversation around it yeah. i don't yeah. think it's like the most recent i don't know uh superhero movies to where it's like oh another one this will easily right. be the biggest movie of the year Yes. That opened in 2022. This may be the biggest movie of 23. <laughs> no. It'll have a good leg up. Yeah. Spider-Man's like number two for 22 that's, still. That's true. And it opened in, no, in December uh, <laughs> yeah. of 21. So it's entirely possible this could be the biggest movie of 23 also. I hope it does. I hope. I'm not genuinely looking forward to this movie, but I am looking forward to the grosses and the theater going and the excitement I hope it has positive it. word of mouth and I, Yeah. I hope that a lot of it gets a lot of people in, especially people that have chosen not to go to the movies in the last couple of years. I hope it's another shot at creating that movie going behavior. Yeah, hopefully it's that reminder of why going to the movie theaters is as special as it can be. Because yes. yeah. that's kind of what happened with the first Avatar in, you know, 09. It's just such a different time with the. I mean, obviously they're not going to go aggressive with the streaming approach on this because they can't they need it to right. run in theaters for months yeah <laughs> to mm-hmm. make back what they spent on it but it's i'm just so excited for it i think yeah i i, I i'm not excited for the film but i'm excited for what it causes what the potential think, could be i think that's what's nice about our industry and what we do is that we're so hopeful 
you know when are we we are yeah when when everybody is saying like oh movie movie going is dead mm-hmm. we're still hopeful that it takes that one film just that one film to spark that excitement again and then the people come back yeah and maybe then it's like two films in a row and with just that little bit of hope on each new week because each week is new it doesn't matter what happened last week this week there's always a new possibility that the you know the industry is going to come back or customers are going to come back or that film is going to make an impact and i and i like that i like that cleaning of the slate having that new hope it you have to be optimistic if you're pessimistic then it's just downward spiral yeah that's a good way of looking at it so where would you put this at in the box office openings rankings where do you think it's going to open all time 175 175 which doesn't even put it in the top 10 of all time Mm -hmm. really 200 maybe i mean i was gonna guess 185 i'm being 185 wouldn't put it in the top 10 either Uh, 200 would put it below above the live action Lion King, which you know how much you two love, <laughs> I didn't and even below the one. and below the original Black Panther. But that's just that's just how but much life has changed when I, it comes to the movie. I industry. agree. I don't think it's uh, I I don't think it it's us being critical of Avatar as a movie. I think yeah. it's us being realistic that the overall box office has come down. It ha- it has been hurt. It has not recovered fully, and that we can't expect. $250 million openings anymore. I think a really healthy box office opening that right now is 175 to 200. And, and there's very few films that have been able to do that right now. Yeah. But even still that people will think that's a bad thing, but that still will be a very good number. And right. You know, the first avatar wasn't smashing records on opening day. I don't believe like it wasn't opening to a hundred million dollars, but it just kept, you know, playing and kept going and had the legs and the momentum and that's all we're asking for here like yeah that opening number it won't be in the 200 millions but it still will be a really great number and we just hope that there's enough momentum after that what did um spider-man open to 260 million good god (laughs) so your your whole argument just fell apart but (laughs) that i feel like very much like an outlier yeah that feels very much like an outlier like it's from 12 months ago one film <laughs> one film in the last three years that did that that's not i that is we the also definition live, of an outlier we also live in a world where three spider-man is more exciting than the technology leaps and bounds that james of cameron a 10 has year done. old franchise <laughs> yeah it's just yeah, I get what you're saying, but it's just a I different thought, time that we're in that I this number was, shouldn't be surprising. I thought I was going to be the one on the less popular side or the more popular side of this by saying I think it's going to do huge numbers. Turns out I was wrong. I don't know. Wow. I mean, we've been wrong many times. You could yeah. be right in that this blows the Hot doors take, wide The North open. America opening is going to be $300 million for this film. I like the spirit. I, I can that would tell be awesome. you that what I'm hearing from advanced ticket sales, now that this isn't an indication of what box office is going to be. But there are some areas that are selling out multiple shows of advanced tickets, and there's some that haven't sold anything. Sure. So it whereas the advanced tickets on Spider-Man were across the board way heavy, like way heavier than what we thought was going to happen at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, So you were getting a little advance notice. This, this one is very hit or miss depending upon the area. 
So I don't yeah. know what that yeah. translates what to, your, but your blue person diversity is. <laughs> yeah. Whether your what whatever your opinions may be, we're not gonna <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> That's not what this show is. No, but, I remember the song. Yeah. I'm blue. Da-ba-dee, da-ba-da. <laughs> All right, Kyle, now, do you remember that song? Is that before I do your time? because there's been a remake of it. <laughs> yeah, that's say, gotten super has popular. I was gonna say, is there a talk on it somewhere? Yeah, that it was TikTok. There has to be a sequel. <laughs> Some DJ re- yeah. made it a comeback song, and it's being rediscovered and whatever. Well, I'm sick oh of it gosh. already. <laughs> after after a podcast or two ago, guess who's not making a comeback? <laughs> Aww. Henry Cavill. This makes me so sad. My boy. This <laughs> killed the, my boy. And the Disney CEO feels like industry gossip that I just can't get enough of. But yeah, James Gunn got in for DC. Laying, laying down the hammer. Yeah. Ex- so, executing talent left and right. You're just, no longer part of this. He's just starting over. I mean, he's wiping the oh, this he is reboot. Yeah. He, he is, the, you know. There was a lot of questions. What are they going to do? Are they going to keep stuff? Because there's pretty at rabid fan base of support for these original Zack Snyder characters. Rabid being the nicest term. Yeah. And they're insane. <laughs> so they, there's been a lot of, you know, speculation. And then for DC to come out after Black Adam and say, we're bringing Henry back and he came out so boldly with that statement and then quit the witcher. I think that's what's the most heartbreaking of all. He quit his witcher (laughs) so that he could go back to being a movie star. And then they're like, Oh, pump the brakes. We really respect you, but no, thank you. I don't know. I would fire the agent after that. (laughs) So fire. Nothing is safe in Hollywood and this lesson proves it. Right. You know, what's the safest hot take I've made in a long time. What's that? Guess who the new James Bond is going to be. Oh, Henry Cavill. Guaranteed. Put it down. Guaranteed. I'd like it. Down, yeah. I'd like it. in stone. <laughs> as chiseled to, as his body is. Yeah, he needs to pivot to something. <laughs> well, yeah, and but I hope he's, he's perfect for that. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's going to fall in his lap at this point. I mean, there's been yeah. rumblings that they want to go younger. But if Henry Cavill's available, like. That is younger. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's yeah, like early I, yeah. 30s. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure by younger in the industry, it's like 20-year-old white male. Yeah. But yeah. No, this is, wouldn't be a get, bad pivot. If you can get yeah. goddamn Superman to play James <laughs> Bond, you do it. Yes. <laughs> you don't. He became available. <laughs> you get snatched that right now. Yeah. I'm not worried about, you know, him losing out on jobs moving forward, but this so was just a really bad this this is a timing of things. A kick in the balls to him. So <laughs> these are two real projects that he really fit into, like really yeah. embodied. Yeah, he thought he sure. had this. And so it does appear that that James Gunn now and his partner are just going to get rid of everybody. So I don't, I just, Sassafras guy. I don't know. Sassafras, Peter Sassafras, (laughs) how they can do it with Jason Momoa. Like, I think there's been other Supermans. There's been other Batmans. There's never been another Aquaman. Can you replace one wanted to make Aquaman? Can you replace (laughs) the original? Like they can't do it with Iron Man. Are there certain characters with that got played by certain actors that you just cannot replace as much as i love henry cavill as superman i said on a few episodes ago he's kind of my superman in a way there's so many actors that could play these types of characters once the once the wells run dry cody you're gonna see somebody play harry potter that is not daniel radcliffe oh yeah it's gonna happen just wait for that when we have the ultra diverse harry potter where everyone has a different 
color or language or um, gender disability or gender or it's yeah. gonna be mm-hmm. it's gonna be so overwhelming you're like you're gonna need a map unrecognizable <laughs> to watch the movie sure <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh it's a bunch of British kids <laughs> well between between uh you know our sadness for Henry Cavill and possibly Jason Momoa it also sounds like Gal Gadot may also not be able to come back as Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, there's was rumblings that Patty Jenkins walked away from Wonder Woman after not liking the notes that she received from uh, the studio for the third movie. She did come out and say that uh, the way she was described in the reports was false, but at the same that time she was she all- open to crit- to changing it up. Yeah, exactly. She didn't just give them the cold shoulder and say no right. to them completely. But at the same time, it did sound like within the um, tweet that she sent out or whatever that she also probably isn't coming back just because of oh. this full reboot that's she's, kind of they, sounding like coming happen. back to anything. Yeah, Patty Ms. Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. DC <laughs> related. Ms. No, Ms. probably Ms. Rogue Squadron. Ms. <laughs> Wonder she, Woman three. She did mention that she yeah, said it was in course. active development. Yeah, but that could mean anything and. We'll probably hear sooner or later that that's not happening. Yeah. Like most Star Wars projects. <laughs> Literally the easiest Star Wars movie to make where you don't need any characters or character development. Have giant space fights. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Sign me up. With Literally, we saw Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. You could have Top Gun in space. Put Tom, and Disney is still put like, Put Tom Cruise no. in an X-Wing and make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> Patty Jenkins and uh, Tom Cruise. I'm... I'm there for that pairing in space, in planes. Uh, Yeah. So she, so that's not happening. And that sent apparent, that was the first indication that sent shockwaves through everything. But people were like, well, she did have not a great run on the second one. Maybe it's just an isolated. And then Henry Cavill gets next. So now, you know, that they're all on the chopping block. Like, why would you keep one of them like Jason Momoa and then get rid of everybody else. Yeah. All those Snyder castings from years ago, that's um, it's most likely going to happen that they're not going to be happening anytime soon. They're going to finish out. It's going to be all new. Any contracts that they have. So like the flash sequel, the Aquaman sequel, those are going to be released still. I don't think they're going to be wiped away or, does this change those though? Does this make it so that people are like less excited about these is the carrot of a oh this could extend further you got to see what this is are you going to be less excited to see jason momoa no okay then that's your answer i mean right now (laughs) i'm going to be so excited because it might be the the last bit i get of him i think right now people will say that and then once they see trailers they'll be be interested i'm not sure about the flash but i think aquaman 2 will be yeah the one that people really gravitate towards i think um they did give ben affleck his Batman, I think, is done, but they are offering him some directing. So mm-hmm. he must have had a contract that they couldn't, that they had to give him a job of some sort. But he's possibly, but he's a good director, so it, that makes sense. But yeah. he's won at least one Best Picture Academy Award for Warner Brothers. They'll do whatever yeah. they need to, yeah, do they, to keep they Ben still, Affleck around. Yeah, they still want to keep him happy, <laughs> even through all the chaos and Ben Affleck's own chaos that's happened yeah. throughout the but years. But he seems to have settled down a little bit. Yeah, he's doing good. J Lo got him worked up he's, so he's, he's, good. He's, he's a lunatic but like but he, we love him yeah right no he's but he's from boston we get it yeah <laughs> we don't we don't technically get it but no <laughs> montana's not the same as boston we know so 
it so they're now saying that also Black Adam 2 is not happening because they're saying it underperformed. I think it performed exactly where we all expected it to perform. It's still, oh, that it's still we on, expected it. Yeah. Not the studio. As of today, it's still on screen in most multiplexes. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> it's not like they're poo-pawing that. It underperformed. I, I didn't even look at the numbers. This upset me, and I got so upset I didn't even look at what the box office was for it because I was like, are you kidding me? This movie was garbage, I think, and it made a ton of money. I think um, it made about $300 million domestically. Isn't that what they all shoot for? Isn't that benchmark? Like, okay, this is going to uh, be... A- with Dwayne Johnson, I think the expectations were higher. Why? There had been no movie that he had been in where there it would have done more than Again, that. I don't... I think it's a superhero genre. They wor- thought worldwide three hundred ninety million dollars. Oh, it was worldwide. Yeah, domestic one hundred sixty-seven, but oh. that's a solid number. I feel like that's really for solid a, for a one-off or a brand new superhero. Yeah, I was not, off. That's yeah. not technically even a superhero. No, like <laughs> yeah, it's right. a anti-villain. Know, yeah, whatever type of story. Um, at the same time, it wasn't that good. <laughs> no, it, was it was. It was not serviceable, that good. but. Yeah. No, it was not good, but it opened to $67 million. Like, you can't... Yeah. What, they're, they're remaking so much hot garbage out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this was not hot garbage. It made money. Mm-hmm. It was a yeah. good October release. We need more of these. Yeah, tweeners. I don't know. I mean, if, if like, the actors who are in the Shazam movies and even the Black Adam movie, I guess, come back, I'd be fine with it. Like, I don't tie them as closely as, like, all of the other the main Castings. justice league core yeah, exactly like uh, and there was still the after credit scene with henry cavill and black adam whatever but right if they keep m- making those movies i'd be fine with that i like the shazam movies me too i'm actually so excited for the new shazam movie yeah yeah it should be Helen that good Mirren b title superhero movie that right. still does good business yeah we can all see sh- sh- <laughs> Stop it. You're alone on that island, man. Yeah. Helen Mirren as a supervillain? Get out of here. She's sassy. Why not? That's awesome. Yeah. She was sassy 15 years ago. She she played <laughs> she played a retired assassin 15 years ago. She is old, old now. Yeah. Why not coast? Right. You've proven it. Yeah. Coasting. Yeah. Coasting. Coasting is being in a $200 million coasting, movie. Coasting if your works. name is Helen Mirren, yeah. <laughs> absolutely it is i am i'm excited for what this could mean for you know these types of movies moving forward because you know they still are popular they're still gonna do well in movie theaters and i just don't want there to be so much noise that movie theaters may have to deal with um possibly i I just want there to be a smoother ship than you know all the batman v superman stuff and all the justice league stuff that happened and it still feels like it's going on even still theaters used to be a place where you had these subjective opinion drenched discussions that didn't really matter in the world okay and now we found ourselves in this place where politics is involved in movies yeah yeah and god i mean the the windowing and the the streaming bs that goes into this and red state versus blue state movies it's it's such a it's such a crazy dynamic Hence, I'm ready for Avatar with the blue people <laughs> to take over the box office this weekend. I, this may be unpopular opinion, but it I, is. I don't we'll think that James Gunn should be penning anything in the new 
one. I don't like his take on Suicide Squad. I don't. I did not like Guardians two. We forgot to mention that. Um, yeah, he's penning the next Superman, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I think you're well dried up. I'm not interested in anything he okay. he has to do anymore. So I think that added more onto me losing Henry Cavill as Superman and burning him because I'm gonna like, keep that guy. But <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, the the suicide squad guy that were suicide squad did so it did so bad his version did i still so, don't get it it's so dumb i'll it never did get it so poorly in theaters and yet he he is going to be the master of this universe no thank you like i'm i <laughs> I, ugh, I, ugh. I do i do agree to an extent because i don't really like the idea of like a writer director creative sort to be doing business decisions although his partner is more of a producer than he is so at least there is a guy that could get him to be realistic yeah but his he has to deal with the fallout of james's creative decisions yeah he used to go say go get me this actor fire this actor because i want to create this weird universe now correct yeah he's trying to be his own version of kevin feige well kevin feige never made or directed movies no (laughs) he was like a normal person that put a lid on that creative talent he was a producer that handled that stuff right but he's he's like a normal he's not out there being like i have a vision no he kind of is he goes a little little steve jobsy from time to time yeah i feel like he puts bumpers on the creative people that's what a good like producer and manager would do you don't stifle you just put bumper guards in so that they get all into one lane and all are moving forward in one direction for sure i I don't think james gunn can do that i think that was part of like an interview i saw with him where his notes on like avengers endgame was keep it under four hours that was his notes to the russo (laughs) brothers keep it under four hours guys (laughs) for the love of god you guys know what you're doing just keep it under keep it under 240 minutes god (laughs) too much movie man it was a big movie that's a big movie and speaking uh, of another big movie, we have Avatar coming out this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys know that? Anyone <laughs> excited about that? that? I don't know, just don't know if James can craft a narrative that makes sense for all audiences. That's not too much on the creative side, not too much in depth on the comic books. Like you got to remember, you're creating it for audiences that don't care about comic lore at all. Sure. And not to get too much into the fanboys, but to give them enough that they get excited. Out of curiosity, do you think the first Guardians did that? Or do you still... I like the first Guardians. I think that was still really good. And then he just lost it from there. Sure. I don't think anything after that was very good. Sure. Okay. Well, you... He had one good idea, and he's riding on that. He's made other movies (laughs) than Guardians, Cody, and Suicide Squad. The... Not in my world, and not in. We this... know because you haven't seen them. Yeah. <laughs> he made horror films before that, didn't he? Low budget horror films. Yeah, too. yeah. That are solid films. No, no, <laughs> no. Okay. They're garbage. Well, Nobody's seen them. Speaking of creating our narratives, them. we had an announcement this week that Peacock has yeah. 18 total million subscribers. Woo! They grew. And I'm going to take 15 to 18, hey, three million. We're going to create our own narratives around this, okay. but I'm going to take the positive <laughs> on this. Peacock now has 18,000,000 subscribers. That sounds cool. Yeah. Really cool. 18 million <laughs> is such a huge number that yes. it's unimaginable. Kyle, think in your head. Try to imagine 18 million of something mm-hmm. 
physical items, mm-hmm. 18 million of them. Try to think about it. Mm-hmm. Can't do it, can you? It's a little hard. Yeah. I'm see, losing space. It's so many subscribers. My brain can only hold so many numbers. And their and their <laughs> introductory prices of one ninety nine a month is so affordable. <laughs> <laughs> like what what Streaming's weird, man. How do they think this is a good thing? Streaming's weird. Cody, I, I hit go, us hit us with the real facts I here. No, I go back and forth with this because while it is a growth in their subscriber base. They still Big are numbers. trying to prop up this floundering streaming service with movie content. So so Universal has is the only studio that really in 2022 that did day and dating. So what they did it with Firestarter and uh, Honk for Jesus and Honk for Jesus and some Halloween. Other, Halloween. Halloween. God, that yeah. was this year. Okay. Yeah. So they're the only ones doing this, and it's still not helping their 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 streaming out. So I just I'm just so over them. And they and they want to really shut those windows down to the three weeks to get it back on Peacock. And it's just you're just cutting your nose to spite the face here on this. Now, it's just, I will also say for Peacock that HBO is kind of going through something right now. They're cutting uh, jobs. They're cutting shows. Some shows are just being taken off the streaming service, and no one knows where they are now. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's true. That could mean that people get off of streaming, and then that 18 million goes to 19, 20 million. <laughs> they could pick up a few from the, from the I mean, chaos at 19, HBO. 19.2, 19.4 million. Thousands mm-hmm. and thousands. <laughs> Yeah. Tens of people will be signing up for your streaming service. But it, it, that's why streaming is so weird. It's like, why are we bothering to do this stuff if nothing seems to be all, working? All it's doing is like, there, I think Green everybody, chaos. yeah, I think everybody forgets the reason why streaming was awesome and you could cut cord is because there was one service, Netflix, mm-hmm. before and maybe Prime. One, but essentially one service, and it had everything on it. So you went from your TV menu that had everything, but you were paying one hundred and fifty dollars a month, to Netflix, where you could pay fifteen dollars a month and still have it for the most part everything on it. Yeah. And now, the you know the five you're, ten years later, we're at this point where it's like, oh, I only have a fraction of what I've got, and then to get everything I wanted, I had to add all these things. I have cable back again. I have cable costs again. Yeah, you're and forced it's just to have over half over a dozen it. streaming services. Oh my gosh! <laughs> to to cover what you need, I will just buy the box set of The Office and keep the DVDs, and then save myself. Speaking of Peacock's only real offering, <laughs> how many months of Peacock will it take me to to pay for like? One, well, it's only $2 a month if you got in at the introductory so, price. So it would take you to buy anything other than a hot dog at Costco. It will take multiple months. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's so incredibly cheap. It makes it seem worthless. Right. <laughs> that is true. But... Now they're now they're going to these paid tiers. I will never pay for commercials. I hated commercials on TV. I yeah. would rather just watch DVDs <laughs> and go way old school Cody than wants to have deliver, deliver Netflix again. I will never live in a world. <laughs> Let I me got talk out to my mailman it. again. Yeah, I got for out. God's sake, I got out of <laughs> commercials, and that's the only reason I went to streaming. I was like, ad free. I just binge. This is wonderful. It's cheap. It's only now, one place, and now I have to wait. Um, weekly for stuff. I am getting 
I get before my garbage TV show du jour, Sister Wives, I get four minutes of ads that play before. I am I cannot wait till that this last season is over so I can just yank Hulu and just not go back to it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I have four minutes of waste of my life every time I want to watch a sister wife. You are on fire, <sighs> I Cody. Hate it. What's your pop culture topic? I want to keep you going. <laughs> let's keep let's keep putting gas in this engine, Kyle. <laughs> ba- this ba- will fit because it's about Baz Luhrmann, who's yeah. the most <laughs> psychotic director. Yes, <laughs> visually he, frantic. Yeah, he, most he, frantic. He, Thank you. He made so much content for um, Elvis that he can cut a four-hour straight concert of just the Elvis performances, and he's like, "One of these days, I will do that." I'm like. When you don't have another movie, like what are we? <laughs> no, why are COVID, we doing this? Who is when, asking when for COVID this? When COVID twenty three rolls around, yeah. he's gonna be holed up, and he's gonna cut he's gonna together cut together a, an Elvis concert movie. Yeah, not starring Elvis, not starring Elvis, <laughs> and HBO will be right there to get it, right? Or or ship it off. Who knows with It'll HBO be, now? Yeah, or they'll just never release it. Who knows? It's really funny. It's I'm gonna cut Cody off, but this merger with. HBO, Warner Brothers, and Discovery. Mm-hmm. Discovery is the biggest brand out of the three, as far as no, it I seems. Think Warner's it seems is like in the money making potential with how much money they made off of cable right. in previous years. Like they're the ones that are pushing. I mean, there was the, a reason yeah, why you, they could buy them. Yeah, you don't. You don't know that. You don't know Discovery as a brand. You know the shows that are on it. You knew HBO as a brand, and you knew Warner Brothers as a brand. So, sure. branding wise, Discovery isn't a brand for consumers. You don't go like, "I love those Discovery shows." Like, you just, I yeah, I don't know. I'm I I'm not seeing ads for anything upcoming from Warner Brothers, but I'm seeing ads for a reboot of the Dirty Job Show on Discovery. But they but that they probably like know the channel brands, but they right. don't know who they're under. Yeah. Like they don't know that Discovery that's, is like a corporate brand. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So and I agree with you. So I never thought that HBO or Warner Streaming should have been called HBO Max. I thought that was dumb because not everybody had HBO and HBO is a cable channel. So it's like why are we resurrecting this dinosaur of a thing and then you cut all the hbo people she says that as game of thrones is the biggest show in the history of television I'm not, yeah but it, i'm not <laughs> but i think the transition from going to hbo max as like the cable channel or even the streaming service streaming itself service to just branding you why wouldn't you just go wb max or but that know, falls in line with for me paramount plus like no one's right. walking around going boy did you catch the new paramount picture yeah see it's not disney is one thing disney can get away with that i guess they should just called it max actually they're about to is that what they're gonna do they're up there's reports that there's reports that they're uh, possibly getting trademarks for max do we get two or three x's at the end of max i am i'm hoping (laughs) they are smart and go with the one (laughs) i'll take two i'll take two all right Two might be cutting it close, but still edgy enough that HBO likes. All right, back to Bez Lerman. That was it. That was it. Just he's got four, a four-hour movie. And then I, I don't know who asked for that. Why? Why is he a psycho and made that much? It would be a great like DVD extra, I guess, but they don't make that stuff for like streaming services anyway. Make, yeah, they don't make the fun extras anymore. Yeah, and even still, if they did, people don't know because they don't think of streaming in that way. Right. A four-hour cut of anything is ridiculous. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Unless it had an intermission, then it's fine. Like a commercial. Well, no, like a potty break. <laughs> so a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, can I go next? 
Go for it. Because Sony Pictures released a trailer for a sci-fi movie starring Adam Driver called 65, and it looks intriguing. And I think I'm actually excited for this movie. Uh, Ken watched it. Really? You're excited for this? I think I am. I could, he, Ken was watching it. I was sitting right next to him. Yeah. I could hear it. It just sounded like a bunch of shrieks and screams and then nothing. And I was like, that sounds like the most boring teaser I've ever that heard. Was, that was the teaser. They released a trailer today. Oh, I haven't seen the new and trailer then. as my adjoining pop culture topic. Nice. I hate Adam Driver's nose, mm-hmm. but I'm in, Kyle. Yes! I am in on this movie. <laughs> really? I got to see this trailer then. <laughs> so, because you were not about it. They're, you're like, this is such a lame teaser. It seems like it takes place in the future, and this uh, Adam Driver plays a guy who I guess... He's a dri- bus driver. He's a bus driver. Thank you. I wasn't sure if he was like a truck driver or like a bus driver or something. He's, he was transporting people, so I called him a bus driver. Okay. That part I didn't really realize. <laughs> okay. Adam um, Driver, the driver. Anyway, the bus hits an asteroid, crash lands on a mysterious planet, but then it turns out that it's run by dinosaurs. So it's like Jurassic Park with like a sci-fi twist to it. So are they like, I don't know, so super like, smart dinosaurs? Like, No idea. No, it looks like, like it. Oh, well, it's, it's called like 65. self-aware dinosaurs. It's called, no, no. it's called sixty-five. So it's 60, 65 million years ago. Oh, and they're not Earth humans. They're humans from elsewhere that okay. crash land on Earth. Mm. They're a very advanced species, obviously. If it was sixty-five million years yeah, ago, yeah, that's kind of what yeah. I'm. But he gets hit by a random asteroid, which is the asteroid that's going to end the dinosaurs, or one okay. of these. You're Probably. Assuming. And but, I am sold on this. Theatrical, Sony does, you know. They're going to move the date, I swear to God. Uh, <laughs> well, yes. You know when you're describing <laughs> the, this, you know what it sounds like to me? Pitch what? black. Like No. Were they I'm not crash familiar land with that one. Where, where it's Vin Diesel and he crash lands on... They, they're they being transported prisoners or whatever. And they sure. crash land on that planet and there's these creatures oh. that kill him in the night and only Vin Diesel can see him because no. he thought he was going to prison forever and he The movie you're trying to compare it's, this to is alien cody (laughs) which is they're transporting people in a hypersleep i think it's it's pitch black it just that no you can't tell me what movie i compared it to when you described it that's the movie i came into my mind i don't think i'm wrong here i'm not wrong here i don't think i'm wrong here if vin diesel's not behind the wheel of a black dodge charger i don't understand it so i mean I like pitch black. The dinosaurs like do the look cool. Ones. The sci-fi stuff does look cool. The aesthetic to a degree reminds me of like the quote unquote edgy action movies of the 2000s. Yeah. And it Are we getting that? Has... Are we getting that aesthetic with Dungeons and Dragons again? No, not with that. Aesthetic. I liked that. Cody. No. I'm excited. If you see the trailer, you'll get what I'm okay. coming from, I... which I, I'm not totally a fan of, but at the same time, I'm kind of excited to see this possibly be like a B level theatrical release to where it's not going to hit for everyone but it could become like a surprise and that aesthetic at least could differentiate itself from you know most other movies that we kind of get so is, i'm willing to i'm willing to give this one a try i'm really hyped it's for that. jurassic park without any of the fun like without they're trying to be like this is fun they always start the movies out like happy-go-lucky yeah there's no happy-go-lucky remember here this yeah. remember when we had fun let's remember, have fun when again. it was just a park full of dinosaurs and they were all in their cages and everything was happy yeah no this doesn't do any of that and i am in on this yeah i am genuinely excited for this okay i'll have to check out the trailer i just yes you should i'm worried that the t-rex is gonna look small next to adam driver's nose <laughs> <laughs> okay cody's like i just I, need to see this for myself yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so Ken, you were just picking backing off of me with that trailer. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, I I didn't realize they had released. I saw the teaser yesterday, and it was like, huh, eh, whatever. They didn't really show anything in the. They had like. Oh, it's just that marketing thing. It's always garbage where they like we. It's Adam Driver and oh something. We should talk about the other teasers we saw. You saw the Scream Six teaser. Womp womp. Lame. Yeah. Kind of bad teaser. It's screaming a. It's screaming New York City. I was just surprised that they showed so little. Right. They did. They could have had something a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, the last Scream movie, they just went out guns a blazing, right? I don't remember them being like, uh oh, the mask. You, you know, know what that means? Like, no, what? they they yeah. showed some killing happening. They did when that Scream came out. I thought they did the Twelve Days of Christmas. Right. Didn't oh, marketing. The, yeah, the marketing scheme. with the lemon yeah. bars and stuff. They're doing that now again with Babylon. I noticed that too. And I was like, ah, eh, you can't do this every year, guys. Like it, it kind of worked the one time. I just also <laughs> think people don't pay that close attention. They don't. They don't pay that close attention at all. Yeah. Other teaser we saw mm-hmm. this Into the Spider Verse teaser, like a new one. Oh right, I did see that. What that was you, pretty good. Did you like that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I cried. I watched it with Callister right there mm-hmm. with my son. It, it was a mom Bad talking to timing. her son. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was just like, I got to go do work. I was surprised they went that route, but they stuck the landing at the end. So I was like, all right. It's, I get made a good point it's too about serious. It. There's no fun in it. Like that's, this it's an animated film. It still has to be funny. Yeah. The, the, that second half with all the Spider-Men showing up, you, that didn't seem fun to you. I mean, no. it, it's kind of fair. The you, first that's not trailer for Spider-Verse was funny, like actually yeah. funny. And this is right. not. There's, sure. it, and this could be one of these ones where they make, we're going to make a serious animated film that's PG-13. Those they, do not work. They made it too adult. <laughs> sure. I, I, I think it will still be PG, though. Well, that scene was so beautiful. I sure hope so. And brought it, <laughs> and brought it me to tears. I do agree with Ken that the the teaser Callister w- did not care at all. Like he was like, "No, I'm not interested." And I think it's because there was no fun. There's no action. It looked a little weird, and he just it was too much dialogue. He was he didn't care. He didn't. Mm, he didn't gotcha. He's not a mommy wanting to say those same things to her. But son also, one day. if you watch the first Spider Spider Verse one mm-hmm. trailer, it's it's a lot of booms and bangs and fun and you know he watches that and he doesn't recognize those as the same movie he didn't no (laughs) at all okay i mean the aesthetic's the same but it's just a completely different film yeah than the first one was interesting all right okay let's get i think we're we are setting some lengthy podcast records the last two weeks we gotta tone it back down rein this in oh we're doing fine but i think we're done with our show anyway (laughs) kyle's done kyle's done get me out of here guys i want to go see avatar yeah that's what i'm rushing out for yeah you got to go now because it's three hours long (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna get out before midnight i'll just see you guys tomorrow yeah how does that sound (laughs) i don't know are you still gonna be at the movie tomorrow possibly (laughs) oh all right uh yeah so to all of our movie theater friends out there enjoy this big weekend that's going to be happening hopefully it all goes smoothly and there's big roses and um good luck yeah good luck we'll out there see you for one more holiday episode before we take off for the end of the year yes we will Let's be do it. we'll be out of the office so out of the podcast studio but we're going to be enjoying enjoying ourselves <laughs> did we wait did we decide wait. on an episode or not <laughs> we are doing an episode next week okay not the week after that or probably the week after that Gotcha. Or the w- We're taking the industry standard two weeks off. 
gotcha. the elementary school industry standard yeah. two weeks on. <laughs> yeah, if the, if the distributors and studios can do it, we can do it. Fine by me. I just kind of got lost there. Yeah. I, I got lost. I thought you were hitting on me for a second. <laughs> we're going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All uh, right. On that note, bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Off The Break Podcast. Find us on all podcast platforms or at screeninsider.co. And be sure to like and follow our Facebook and Instagram pages at Off The Break Podcast.